And we're back with the Chicago Fantasy Football League podcast. This is GM Thomas here with my co-host, GM CZ. How you doing, partner? Well, well, well. What do we have here? A little midnight special. Ain't that the truth? Well, let's just go ahead and we'll get it out of the way before we do our, our normal recap. The, the host matchup didn't go my way. Didn't didn't shake out the way I thought it would. It was um it was fairly interesting. I was talking to a GM earlier today when we were playing Blackout on some good old Call of Duty and um I mentioned the fact there was some dirt thrown on my defense. Now the defense didn't really factor into the situation, but I mean if you throw that guy, I forgot which guy it was on your roster that you were gonna put and you didn't that defense saves saves the day. Twenty two points. I mean, I know they were kind of streaky, you know. And the thing was, the crazy part about that is they didn't have very many points until I think they got a sack, scoop and score, fumble for a touchdown, <laughs> which that's nine points. So they they went from you know they that's a nice game. Let's go. That's a nice game. Thirteen points. Like that's. You're happy. Your defense scored, unless you're the Patriots defense, you scored 13 points. You're happy. Right. They did, they did their job. Instead, like that, because that would have been their best week. Instead, they dropped the 22 spot. And obviously, it didn't really matter at the time. But I was literally going back and forth, back and forth, like Scary Terry, Latavius. I, that, that was my fault for having confidence in or thinking that the Bears were going to show up. Um, cause I get burned. Latavius Murray gone. I tra- actually, I I was trying to trade Latavius Murray all week too to Saul's dad, but he wanted no part of him. Uh, for some reason. Cause I, I honestly that 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 almost forty four point game from Rogers. If the rest of your team does what it's supposed to do, we we're not having the same conversation. Well, and the thing was is that you look at it, it's. Larry, the thing that made me the most mad about that week, the Arizona Cardinals were the worst team against tight ends in the NFL, like coming into this week. I think they had allowed seven touchdowns in seven weeks, like absolutely garbage. Like everybody's scoring tight ends against them. Ingram, 1.6. Larry Fitzgerald, Giants are bottom five against wide receivers, 2.2. Okay. The, the, the thing was, is I was – starting Terry McLaren was like a risky pick because the 49ers are actually good against wide receivers. But I was like, you know what? They probably give you some garbage time. They'll have to sling the rock a little bit. Nah, they passed 12 times. Well, when, when your kicker gets more than, well, shit, when your defense gets more than one, two, three, four, five players combined, your defense gets more points than them. I don't know about your playoffs up here, brother. You're going to make a no. big splash or he's going to pick it up. No, so here – I was talking to another GM about this, and I just think the way this is sh- – everything is shaken out, it just might not be my year. Because if you think about it, I would, I've made four or five trades this year. Every single trade I've made, everybody's like, oh, my God. How did you trade ZT all those guys? Are you are you guys are so dumb. <laughs> Every single trade has turned out terrible for me. I trade Aaron, DJ Chark, and Hunter Henry for Josh Gordon and Darwin Thompson. 
Darwin Thompson's on the practice squad. Josh Gordon sucks ass. And TJ Chark's a wide receiver too. Hunter Henry is Jesus himself. Yeah. (laughs) I trade. I trade Andy, Dalvin Cook, Damian Williams sucks. Larry Fitzgerald's not bad. Aaron Rodgers was average until this week, and Evan Ingram was okay. So let's see. Hold on. Let me look at the rest of my roster before uh, Juju for um, Juju for. Edelman is kind of chipped out not well. Uh, so I, I shipped Juju off, but that's more or less beside the point. Whereas if you look at it last year, every single trade I made, it worked out in my favor the opposite way. Everybody's like, oh, my God, I can't believe ZT gave up all of those guys. And it's like, seriously, now they're awesome. Like the me trading my whole team for James Conner and then James Conner, Le'Veon Bell doesn't come back. James Conner's awesome. It's really gone the exact opposite for me. My first rounders missed four games. Probably not going to play this week. So it's just kind of like the perfect storm of things not going well. And I don't know if there's an end in sight. It's just things things aren't great. It's it's the exact opposite of the luck. And I stress luck that GM Shirek Beans has had. No, 100%. He's... Things have gone his way on a, a subpart. And the thing is, is like, you want to say luck? So DeAndre Hopkins was having a down year. DeAndre Hopkins was not having a good year. Deshaun Watson been spreading the ball around. What happens? Basically, the, his number one competition with targets gets hurt. So now DeAndre Hopkins is all but locked into that massive target share again. And Aaron Jones, he... Drops them. I mean, Aaron Jones is I think, still the guy in Green Bay. They're they're going to lean on uh, Jamal. Oh Lawrence. no, yeah. But you want as far as like just being a dynamic playmaker, things are going his way. I the Chargers might just trade Melvin Gordon because he's useless to them. I I I mean, so obviously they're just rumors. I think he would be great if we brought him to Shy Town. You know, a little Melvin Gordon action over here because the Bears did. What, so they, I seen a, what are they going to trade? A, uh, that's the thing. I don't know what we can trade. We don't have many first round first. or second round picks. So we would have to essentially trade for like six or seventh graders. Yeah. Melvin Gordon. No, it's a, the, I, I think the Bears need a little bit more than they should be trading for a quarterback at this point. But um, let's, let's jump into a little news and notes, see what there hasn't really been too much happening. I There's mean, been a few trades. Yeah, me and me and Jay made the trade. Um Juju for DD and Terry, which honestly I think comes out as a wash. I think I mean if Jay Jay hits on the upside, this is like where the luck's gonna come in. If if things go how they've been going, Mason Rudolph's just gonna start feeding Juju. He's gonna be a wide receiver one again. Mm-hmm. And everything else is just gonna go terrible. But uh, what else? Oh, and then there was the Aaron trade with um, Andy for Hunter Henry. Uh, he saw so Hunter Henry and Joe Mixon for uh, Will Lutz, Mosinu, and Kerryon Johnson. I don't understand <laughs> this league's obsession with kickers and defenses. That that makes no sense ever. Well, I mean. 
So I, for a minute, I thought that the Sanu, especially after hearing that Sanu had gotten traded to the Patriots, I was kind of a little. I wanted to see what was going to happen. I want to see what's going to happen moving forward. The only issue with Sanu being on the Patriots is that Tom Brady, no other quarterback has thrown to more receivers than Tom Brady has. So while Sanu may be coming over from a not even near a wild card position to a team that could potentially end up in the Super Bowl, I don't even know if that's still going to pan out. Well, and the thing is, is it's it's worth noting too. I I remember I haven't seen the stat yet this year. But because it's not, it's not really relevant yet, but as the season draws on, Tom Brady's fantasy performances fall off because they start right. running the ball more as the playoffs get closer, resting everybody up. And I don't see why that wouldn't, why that would change this year. Because I mean, if you look at it, I mean, everybody knows they have all the running backs. I mean, they have they have legitimately four running backs that use on a game to game basis, and. I don't see that changing at any point now with they're going to have Sony, they're going to have James White, they're going to have Rex Burkhead, they're going to have uh, Brandon Bolden for some reason. But there's too many There's too many mouths to feed. Yeah, and so I think that that trade's going to be more a, a real-life football move as opposed to a fantasy football move. Right. So, I mean, that obviously that, that help, doesn't help the Patriots down the stretch, but I don't know. Because I mean they have to incorporate them into the offense, where I mean that takes a little while. So all of a sudden, so I mean that take what that takes two to three weeks. Now all of a sudden we're in week eleven, week twelve, we're on the fantasy playoff crunch. But you, I just don't know if I would trust the guy. You know, I mean at that point you have your eyes. You don't really mess with your lineup too much. Right, right, right. Let's look at um. I think well, I mean there was I mean there's been some activity in the waiver wire per usual. Oh, I might have to hop on the waiver wire because I think waivers are going to clear in a little bit. So if you see me go AWOL, forgive me. But um, let's look at some of the other matchups that we had this week. Oh, the other matchups mm-hmm. we had this week. Honestly, this was a – the thing with this – the league with the way it is now, there's – honestly, there's, there's two teams that look 100% playoff ready, and then there's everybody else. There's, I mean, there's another like tier of good team. So I, if I were to rank the teams, not it's not even looking at numbers at this point, just off the base overall performances. It's you and Andy one two, then you have that second tier of Saul, Sammy, Peyton, and then everybody else just equally sucks. I think. Damn, dude! I just noticed that Andy won by the hair on his balls. Yeah, that. He bar- he won by all those sacks. No, I don't. I, it was it literally did come down to the wire, and then all of a sudden, I don't know if like they got a sack or what happened, but it came down to the fourth quarter, like at the two minute warning. So see, I mean, so th- th- this is the thing about Andy. And I was talking to another gym about this earlier. I, as much as I want to say that it's luck. Andy's, I don't know if he knows how to draft. I don't know if he does his research or what he does, but year in and year out, he has a really, really solid team. I say probably a top three team uh, probably each year. Now, the caveat to that is 
playoffs, right? When it matters, yeah. it's non-existent. And the reason why I'm mentioning this is because our good old friend John Brown, is that his name? Yep. Jay Brown from Bill's Mafia. Did you know that John Brown and Michael Thomas are the only two receivers since the start of the season to the date to have no less than 50 receiving yards? Now, it doesn't seem like a big step, but that's a little crazy when you think about it because he's averaging 15 and a half points. He's a top 20. He's at 20 right now for the receiving core. Um, it's, it's just little shit like that that it pisses me off. And you want to know who he got John Brown from? Aaron? Oh, my God. Never mind, you suck. No, and that's the thing is, I've who'd you trade him for? Uh, that he was in the Dalvin Cook trade. Oh, okay, okay. What it's come down to is, I've looked at it. I've had good players. My team has. I that's what gives me like a little bit of confidence in the grand scheme of things is that I haven't, I haven't lost it. Because no, like, if it, you look. Yeah, your division, I mean, by no means. I mean, you could really even afford to lose. Not that I would recommend it, but you could afford to lose another game or two during the season. Um, Even maybe three games and still have an opportunity to clinch one of the last spots. I think six and seven could win it just because of how things have been playing out. Jay's going to love that once he hears that part because he mentioned that earlier today. And you know what's crazy is that I was laughing a little bit too, but it's it's like it's real. Six and seven at, at, at the situation that we're in right now, especially in your division, six and seven might just do it. Well, no, and that's the thing is like because other people, everybody's just beating up on each other in our. So you, Andy, you and Andy are basically beating up on our division and just handing everybody else every week, and then like everybody, like maybe we've snuck an L or, or a win or two out when we shouldn't have got one, whatever. But just the way things are shaping up, I mean, seven teams are three and four. Two and five is two games out of the the division lead. Oh, my God. This motherfucker had Patrick Mahomes. Wow. He would have beat Andy, dude. Yep. Damn. I mean, I'm not starting. I don't care who the hell. I don't care what kind of drugs I'm doing. There's no way that I'm starting Kirk Cousins over Patrick Mahomes. Oh, this is just. But I, when I've just I've looked at it and things have. I think Andy Andy's just got a good team, and. I mean, I got Andy this week. I need things to shake shake right my way. Well, yeah, especially because Patrick Mahomes might be out for two to three weeks, and that's definitely going to affect Tyreek Hill's fantasy production. Oh yeah, no, there's um. Things I I mean I just need. I mean, I think Rod, the Rodgers has another 30-point potential on Sunday. Who do they play? Casey. Mm, this is true. But let's get back into the, uh, the yeah, matchups. Let's, let's dive into the next one. I, I, I want to kick this one off. I want to give a little shout-out to not Shirek Beans, but his opponent. Um on Thursday night of last week, I accidentally sent my picks to the group chat. That was a total accident. But in the midst of doing that, I got clowned for picking Shirek Beans to win the matchup. And I'm looking at this. This is kind of a, it's kind of a head scratcher because seventy five. Yeah, 
that's that's a that's like a sixty five point difference. Sixty sixty four points. I don't know how to do math. It, it's a lot of points. That's a big difference. That might be the biggest like difference. I, don't, I haven't seen a bigger difference for sure this year, and I don't even know about the previous years. That's a lot of points. <laughs> the no, we do have a we have almost another sixty five pointer in week one. Uh, when Sammy put up 191. Oh, to... okay, yes, yes, yes. But yes, even that, we... even that, that is—it's just so many points. I mean, yeah. Oh, that, we have a the... 70 pointer. <laughs> so we'll stab beat Jay 172 to 100. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Okay, okay, okay. Well, but those are like bottom line, bottom circumstances. line, bottom line. You lose by 65. That's getting the brakes beat off you. Right. I don't know, dude. Like this team is quickly diminishing. Yeah, the I don't know. Saul's team is an is, is an interesting team to me. Part like the, I my opinion on it changes every week. The, because part part dude, is like Delaney you know, Walker didn't even play, and he got more points than than Saul's kicker. <laughs> Saul's kicker got not that it would have mattered, right? But. Well, and see, like I see, Saul, I think has kind of fell victim to the the drafting a defense in the almost the single digit rounds. No, the Bears D has, I think we can kind of say, has regressed a little bit now. Yes, to the point where I think the defenses that are ahead of them are were waiver wire pickups. I think I'm pretty sure that I don't know if the Patriots were a waiver wire pickup in this. They league. were, I think, a 12th or 13th rounder. Okay. And I mean, it's kind of the same thing. I mean, I say it almost every week. I feel like defense and kickers, defense and kickers. It's just they're never worth it. Never worth it. But no, I I mean, Jay's team and Jacoby Brissett, um, go crazy. I'll put, um, I'll put my money where my mouth is. That won't happen again. <laughs> it better yeah. not happen again. <laughs> Jacoby, he's on pace to lead the NFL in touchdown passes. I think he's up to Jackson. And I can't think of who else. No, so he's on pace. I think they said to throw 35 touchdown passes, and nobody else is on pace to throw more than 32. Oh, just a quick little stat here now that I mentioned Jackson. I know that I got clowned for him for picking him at um <clears throat> 77th overall. Did you know that um my good old friend Lamar Jackson has more rushing yards than about eight teams in the league? Hmm. No, that's I think I saw he would be the running back six with just his <laughs> rushing yards. That's ridiculous. But Anyways, moving well, forward. Well, and that's the thing. I that's where like a lot of his fantasy value comes from. Right. Because I mean, you look at it, he's now he has had two games where three games where he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass and all of those games he scored more than 20 points. Because oh, and he had 46 yards and a touchdown. 152 yards in a touchdown, 116 yards in a touchdown on the ground. So it's just more of that. It's more of a floor play that really the only game that he had a really bad game is just because he threw three picks. Right. And and if you watch that game, it wasn't like he was overthrowing people. It was just catch. I think two out of the three were catchable balls and it just 
shanked him and fell right into the lap of the defender. Yeah, but um, I mean, that is what it is. Uh, next matchup: uh, Saul's Mister Pinal and Aaron. Th- this one's interesting to me, right? Pillow because fight. if David Johnson doesn't get hurt, I mean. It, it, even with Carrion Johnson scoring 2.3 and the Vikings putting up zero, it, like a couple more rushing yards, a couple catches, maybe a TD by David Johnson puts Aaron over the top. But I've said it before and other GMs have said it. GM stretch is so big on David Johnson and rightfully so, but when the opportunity presents itself to trade him, you kind of have to pull that trigger. It definitely was the Edmonds show and... 35 points. Good good lord. Oh, yeah. No, that was and that was big. The thing was that the craziest thing about that was David Johnson didn't get hurt during the game. They literally just said, nah, he's going to be the backup today. We're only going to use him if we have to. And just, it was the Chase Edmonds show and um, nobody else really I mean, it was just all him. I think David Johnson carried had the first carry of the game, and that was it. His projection was pretty high. His projection was almost at 19 points. And yeah, that, that will do it. But, I mean, also, because let me see. Aaron, had a, Aaron was banking on Dak Prescott not doing his normal day at the office. 20 points is all right, but it was more than enough to keep Mr. P over the top. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, next matchup, uh, Peyton and Sammy. This was a, it was a good matchup, and it, I mean, I think the the biggest thing that's been going on for, for Peyton's team has just been Michael Thomas's consistency, through right, and that's the thing too is a lot of people wondered how would Michael Thomas look without Drew Brees. Terry Bridgewater hasn't missed a beat. Shit, they kind of look even better. Yeah, no, and that's I saw a, a stat that his numbers are the exact same with Drew Brees mm-hmm. that they are with Teddy Bridgewater. Like same amount of targets, same amount of catches, same amount of receptions, yards, touchdowns, everything. They're all the exact same, and it's wild that basically so no drop off at all. Just. Nonsense, and it's not like Sam. I mean, one twelve isn't a terrible week. I mean, I think the biggest disappointment is Michael Gallup scoring yeah. six point four points with a right. banged Especially up Amari when Cooper. There's thirty-seven against... points scored. You'd like to see maybe a little more receiving yards, maybe a touchdown in there. Um, I don't understand the running back situation in Kansas City, but it's like, what are you going to start, Alexander Madison or whoever the fuck is there? Don't get me started. Sorry, sorry. I mean, the hit the nurse. Um, all right. Yeah, it's a sore spot. So. A next pillow fight, um, Mike D and Zach Johnson. Um, I mean, maybe Zach Johnson looks like a genius trading carry on Johnson now that he's on the IR. But starting Miles Sanders isn't recommended, and it's not like he has anybody. Literally – he doesn't have another running back on his bench to even start. Well, I guess he has Devin Singletary, so he, I don't know. he could have put a, Singletary a, where Miles Sanders was at, but even then it's not like it was a poor 
that cost him the game. I have Miles Sanders in another one of my leagues. I'm very high on him, but it's a Jordan Howard show over there, unfortunately. No, that's that's the truth. And, I mean, honestly, I don't know. There's, I mean, I have Kenny Galloway in another league, and the one for 21 is a dagger. But I'm just looking at this team. Who the Darius hell? Slayton. Yeah. There, I mean, if you have Miles Sanders, Darius Slayton, and Devin Singletary in your lineup, and it's not it's not That's, like the starters are on by those are the starters. No, he he's got one viable starter on by. Oh, and Deshaun um, Jackson if you have this. I mean Sterling Shepard. But even then when he does come back, it's not there's a lot of mouse to feed over there too. Yeah, Sterling Shepard's only played half the games. So I mean it's not like he's missing one starter right now. And the thing for for Cheeks is I, I don't know how, what the timetable is for Matt Ryan. I think it might be only a few weeks, but he's lucky that he doesn't have a situation like Jay where they're shit quarterbacks. And yes, Jacoby Brissett, I'm still talking about you. Matthew Stafford, I have him starting in one of my other le- Like Matthew Stafford's been a dog, dude. Like you, Aaron, you want to talk about a dog? This is yeah. the definition of a dog. No, I Matt, Matthew Stafford is a, I mean he slings a rock. I don't know what else you want to would want him to do. I mean, let's see, he's the yeah the thirteen interceptions, thirteen touchdowns, three interceptions, um, seventeen hundred yards. It's that 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 can carry you. They'll do it now. However, Kyler Murray on the other end, uh, is, oh actually he's doing even better than him, but he did have a shit week. No, and he's kind of the he's starting to do kind of the same thing with he runs a little bit, gives him a little bit better of a floor, but no, he's been slinging the rock a little bit. So, um, I don't know. They those are just kind of two teams. Like Mike Diaz, still, I'll never. I don't think I'm ever going to put my thumb on how I feel about his team because it. Part of me wants to say it's not a good team, but then I look at it, it's got good players. <laughs> And the thing know, is, just just to round the entire recap back to my team, I I'm, I'm looking at my bench. There 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 has to be some movement. I I have to make some kind of movement to strengthen my team, and I will take my chances on the bye week. Uh, Rolls Royce will be moved relatively soon. Golden Tate will be moved relatively soon. Um, shit, maybe even sudden. You look. And Royce's numbers, they're starting to flip-flop a little bit. And it is a little streaky. I don't know how consistent it's going to be. But right now, Royce has a decent value. Golden Tate, Andy, he's calling your name. You made fun of him when I said he was going to be good once he came back off the suspension. Hmm, decent numbers. Sudden. Uh, even with the loss of Emmanuel Sanders, I still think he's going to get a high volume. Um, other than that, I think that brings us to the Week 8 matchups. Week eight. What do we got first? Let's see what we got. Go ahead. What do we have? My shit's loading. Right we got. All right. Okay. I'll go. The first one I got on my screen is another, other than obviously 
Andy versus myself. Naturally, I mean, I'm, I just have to pick Andy just for my my picks. Did Barkley get hurt again last and year? And that's more like, or less. I mean, I, he had decent numbers, but I feel like he might have gotten hurt at some point. No? Barkley? Did, he, just, did he come off at all or no? He mm-hmm. just got I back from that, being hurt. But, see, no, he, and, okay, he's all good then. Yeah, he's back. No, and I, the thing is, is I think I things just need to go right with me for for me to win. I mean, Chris Carson at Atlanta, that could go well for me. Larry Fitzgerald at New Orleans, that could go well for me. Rodgers at Kansas City, that could go. I have matchups that aren't terrible. It's just that. I could potentially be overwhelmed by Andy's team. Just That's the thing, too. I mean, I think they just cut some – the Saints just cut some guy that they had signed to back up Murray. Um, I would assume that that's some kind of hint that Camaro, at least not a full workload, will be on the field at some point. So I can see a little bit of your uneasiness with Murray. Um, Damian Williams, we did mention the situation in Kansas City. No need to harp on that. Devontae Adam really breaks my heart because in another league, um, I took him. And the years that I haven't taken him, he's been relatively healthy. And just putting up quietly under the radar, monster touchdown numbers. All of a sudden this year, motherfucker has a broken toe. Doesn't even want to play football anymore. Might as well just wait out the rest of the season. Nope, and that's – and honestly, I think it's gotten to the point where the Packers aren't going to rush him back. They've they've been viable without him, so they're kind of feeling like – I mean, why rush him if, we're, if we still have a chance? My fantasy team would love him to be back, but real-life Packers are saying, eh, maybe not as much. There's, I'm hearing rumblings that he's getting closer. That doesn't mean he's he's better. But in the end, I my it's just it affects my whole lineup in the fact that Adams as the wide receiver one is locked and loaded top five right. wide receiver in the NFL, and it's, it's the same thing. He's a top five fantasy receiver when he's healthy. You're like let's go, but now he's out. Like Larry Fitzgerald is a serviceable wide receiver too on your fantasy team. Nothing to write home about. I mean, if you discount last week, he's going to get you his 10 to 15 points every week, and you know it. You just knew it was going to happen. And he could catch a touchdown and go for 18 to 20. But no matter yeah, what, you want to talk about reliable. Larry Fitzgerald, I think, has dropped under 0.5% of his passes. Not, not even a full percent of his passes he's dropped, which is a little yeah. redonkulous. Yeah. And so the thing is, and so that I lose all of a sudden now that bumps up bumps him up to my wide receiver one, which is way – he's the worst wide receiver one now in the league as opposed to he would be one of the right. better wide receiver and, twos. And now it just starts a, a a waterfall – not waterfall, but tumble-down effect where it makes, like, my whole team worse just by losing one player. Yeah, I mean, like I said, going back to how much Andy's team makes me upset – he has Joe Mixon on the freaking bench. Granted, Joe Mixon hasn't been Joe Mixon, and he has the Rams, so it's not going to get any better. But Joe Mixon is like, what, a second, third rounder? Starting on most teams. And he's not even going to think twice about not benching him. 
Yeah, I mean, Joe Mixon, 10 carries for two yards. Monstrous. Explosive. But monstrous. I'm, I'm picking Andy, not really looking back. If I win, I win. If yeah, sorry, uh, next matchup, Jay and Zach Johnson. I think Jay stays lucky here. Uh, things have been going his way. He's got a lot of primetime games in his matchups currently. So he's going to have – he's not only going to have a Thursday night, like, jump out ahead, but he's got Aaron Jones and Mason Crosby Sunday night and Juju on Monday night for the dagger whereas Zach Johnson's team is going to be done by Sunday night football. Right. Um, ah, dude, I don't know. I don't know about this one. As much as I don't want to pick Jay, I'll, I'll say it in the pot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Zach Johnson. I'm going to go with Zach Johnson on this, and wow. I'll probably stick to my guns. Um, I'll have to – I think Jay's just going with the veteran move here of having as many late games as possible so that way you always right, feel like right, you have right, a chance. Right. Like, no matter what, you can always put out the, well, you know what? If Juju scores 25, I got this. And that's a veteran move. Ah, it's I against Miami. It. Oh, I'm going my Jay. God. You know what? I, I, I'm going to say right now, if Jay doesn't win, it's going to be because of Jameis Winston, and I think he knows it. Yeah, that's not a great matchup at all. Uh, Tennessee's actually been pretty good against the, uh, the quarterback position all, all year. On the ro- Jameis Winston on the road, I'm that's not a matchup that interests me whatsoever. Um, my next matchup I have is Peyton and Aaron with the – um, the projections are calling the, the matchup of the week, even though it's not the matchup of the week, will be featured later. <sighs> Who do I? <sighs> I yeah. think I got to go Peyton just on principle. But if Aaron found a way to sneak this one out, I don't know if I would well, be surprised. Let me see here. Godwin is what? Top three? If Pop, well, is it one? Okay, so Godwin's he's one. one. He's top one. He's top two. Godwin's he's not two. One. Chark is up there. If Arizona doesn't, I don't know what the hell they're doing over there. What they're drinking. David Johnson should get a hefty workload. I can't imagine that he would have back to back under point five point weeks. Um, Waller's kind of an underrated guy. I, I didn't even know who the hell he was until like week two, and I seen. You know, more stories uncover about him. Um, I I really like to pick Payton on this one, but uh, I think I'm going to go with Stretch. Just for pod purposes, I'm going to go with Stretch, and I'll, I'll, I'll reconfirm come two minutes before kickoff on Thursday. That's fair enough. I mean, I respect it. I think it's just more – I don't know. Really, I mean, the defense might do it for Aaron. They're playing Washington. I, I, I think it's the defense that's going to do it for Aaron. The Vikings are playing Washington. Um, I, I can't imagine that Washington would put up more than nine points and that the nine points would solely be on field goals. No, no, I agree. I agree. And the, only, the only thing, I, the, could, this could be the Brandon Cooks get right game. 
I mean, he's been hot garbage all year. Um, it's the point. I almost think, looking at it, no, he's not scored very many points. Hey man, I, I have Woods in another league. I don't think Woods has scored much points either. Let me see where he no, is. Woods has been better, but not by a whole lot. Well, the yeah, thing is, is Jared Goff sucks. Yes, he's bad. Um, he's not he, Trubisky bad, but yes, he's bad. Well, no, because the well, the thing was the Rams kind of messed up their whole thing. I think they started. They bragged that basically Jared Goff goes up to the he gets up to the line really quick, so Sean McVay can tell him what what the defense is doing and then like the microphone shuts off on the helmet with 15 seconds left and so the defenses would just wait until 15 seconds and then put the stuff out what they were going to do and jared goff didn't know what to do oh i didn't know that yeah I know that was 15 second mark huh yeah so the, the microphone just stays on for a little bit and then just turns off so that way they can't just like coaches can't be like yelling or like where to throw. Right, I kind of figured how quarterbacks. I mean, it probably sounds kind of stupid that I'm saying this, but I kind of figured like how the hell coaches wouldn't advise their quarterback that they were about to get annihilated. Oh yeah, or like throw it, throw it, or like he's way down the field, like chuck it. You know, right. Like no, no. So that's why they so they turn it off at 15 seconds, but so the Rams would like hurry up and get to the line, like really really quick, and then Sean McVay would tell. Jared Goff what to do because the defense would be lined up a certain way and he would be like, all right, just do this. And he would be like, all right. And he would do it and they were awesome. And then after, I can't remember which game it was. It was like after a bye week or something and they talked about it. And ever since then, Jared Goff has been really, really bad. Like really bad to the point where he signed like his mega contract and now he's garbage. Damn, he's averaging 15 points. Yeah. No, it is. It's bad business. I mean, I I didn't think Jared Goff was bad. I mean, like we said, he's not Trubisky bad, but he's trying his hardest. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Aaron on this one just because I don't think the projections do justice to the Vikings defense. And I think that the Vikings defense will put Aaron over the top. I respect that. I respect that. Mr. P against Brandon. This is an interesting matchup in the fact that... Oh, I see what's going on. I was wondering why Brandon's projection was so low. No Zeke. No Zeke. And he has a kicker on the bye. Uh, And Mahomes is out. All of a sudden, his four best players are all gone. (laughs) Uh. Not a, I think I just gotta go. I'll tell you what this this matchup will hinge on Kamara playing or not, because if Kamara doesn't play, I don't know if. I mean, Mister Peter, he'd obviously have to just slide Frank Gore up, and I don't know, play Jimmy Graham in the flex again. I I pray to the Lord that Mister P is out of playoff contention by the time that AJ Green gets back. Um. If AJ Green comes back and Mr. P has a chance to grab one of the last spots, some teams might be in some trouble. Well, the way I'm looking at it is kind of so the Rams. I didn't. You, did you hear the thing that the Rams are holding AJ Green out until after the the trade deadline? The Los Angeles Rams? No, not sorry, not the Rams. The Bengals. <laughs> I saw he's playing the he's playing the Rams. They're holding him out to what? So I think they're playing or holding him out until after the trade deadline, which is next week. I think. 
that's about right so I think that's what the timetable had said roughly um the the Bengals are not they're not making it to a playoff I don't, have they won a game if they did win it's only one game so there's no sense of urgency to rush AJ Greenback especially with you know the last thing you want to do is ruin whatever years he has left so that's what I'm saying. Hopefully, and, and I mean, Tyree Cohen, that's not gonna do it. Alvin Kamara, if he does play, like I said, he's not gonna get that heavy workload. Frank Gore, I don't even know if he can count to ten with how many times he's gotten. He, he's kind of stupid over there, but he'll get he'll get the job done. Um, I don't know. Cousins, Cousins might. I think Cousins is gonna torch Washington. Revenge um, game. Let me see. Oh, and that's that's Thursday. Yeah, so there's gonna be a lot of points scored there. Keenan Allen. Oh, the Chargers are in town. Hmm. I think. Let's see. I think I'm gonna go with Mr. P on this one, just for the sole reason that Brandon, like you said, he lost a couple of the guys, whether it's on bye week, whether it's injuries. He's gonna have to pick up a kicker. Hopefully, he listens to the pod before Thursday. If not, that might be one of the differences. Because, I mean, the projections are a little, they're not that far apart, but you just never really know. And the last thing you want to do is not fucking come close because of your damn kicker. No, or, I mean, like Saul, or you could just not play one and hope he misses a couple kicks. Right. Uh, uh, next matchup, Mike D and Sammy. I'm going Sammy here. And I think it's going to be because James Conner is going to go off because. Pittsburgh, I mean, Miami is just trying to lose intentionally. Right. So the Steelers are going to win. James Conner is going to run the ball. Uh, Packers are been giving up a lot of big plays. That's kind of like their thing. So Travis Kelsey and LaShawn McCoy could bust off a big play or two. Um, and I don't know if I would be starting Emmanuel Sanders in his first game with a new team. The... The 49ers only won. I don't know. Did they have a touchdown or was it just all field goals? It was three field goals. I guess it was raining real hard. It was just sloppy. It was just not. It wasn't. It wasn't a good game to watch. We'll call it that. Because I mean, dude, <laughs> look at Sammy's team: Deshaun Watson, James Conner, Josh Jacobs, T.Y. Hilton, Odell Beckham, Travis Kelsey. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's absurd. But with that being said, Travis Kelsey is going to definitely take a fantasy hit these two, three weeks or however long he's out. Can't imagine that he will be putting up similar numbers. Shady McCoy over there? Mm, I don't know. But, yeah, rest assured, uh, I'm going with Sammy on this one. No, I agree. I agree. And that brings us to what I would say is most likely our matchup of the week. Brings us our – I mean, there's only four teams, five teams in the league that are above 500. And this is going to be the highest winning percentage of both GMs, CZ and Saul. So lots to unpack here. I'm, I think I'm kind of fucked. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want to say that I'm fucked, but I, I I think I might as well just rule out Thielen for Thursday's game. I don't think Thielen plays. Yeah. And I don't. I mean, Kyle Allen. Hey! Hey! Um, hey! 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 Kyle's five and zero or six and zero, whatever he is. Yeah, but he doesn't have a ceiling, really. Come on, give my guy a chance. All right, all right. I mean, you're gonna have. I don't know. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be a bad matchup because you're. 
I mean, Saul's starting Tyrell Williams. Right, and then Devontae Freeman got all of his punches in last week, so I can't imagine he would have ejected in back-to-back games. Derrick Henry is going to drop shit. He's going to shit on every Buccaneer's chest. Tyler Boyd might have some problems over in the Rams, understandable. Corlin's son will still probably put up 10 points. I don't even know who the hell Jordan Atkins is, but most importantly, I got my boy CMC back. No, that's true. I, but he, I mean, you know, he's gonna he's gonna be good for thirty points. So, oh, and the Rams are playing Cincinnati. I ain't got no worries. No, I. Oh, that's gonna be dangerous. Uh, no, I, I, I'm gonna pick you here, and I mean, just because he's got he's got a Amari Cooper out, Mark Ingram out, but that's neither here nor there, I guess. Um. Oh, man. Sorry, it's like the long shift, you know, but I'm grinding for the pod. It, what matters is that we appreciate not only you coming onto the pod at this hour of the day, but protecting us from people like Saul and Jay in the streets. No, that's the thing, you know, I just, I don't, I don't do it for me. I just do it for the people out there, um, for the citizens of Missouri. Um, do you got, you got, got any parting words for the pod? Um... I'm going to push my hardest, and I know that this is very non-traditional for my style. Um, I think I'm probably going to make a trade before Thursday's game. And uh, it, it, it's going to... in my it, office. Evan Ingram's on the block. It's it's going to shake up some things. Oh, well, shit. I mean, hey, even though Jordan Atkins, like I said, I don't know who the hell he is, is putting up under four points, he's still putting up more than Ingram or at least for last week. But more than likely, there's going to be a trade made. Um, I got what some teams need, and uh, it's time to re-solidify the uh, contention for back-to-back championships. No, no, uh, we'll we'll have some trade talks tomorrow. I'm just saying Evan Ingram could be yours. Uh, You know, give you a, a top. I mean, he's a top five tight end. A, a, a little, a little one for one with Jared Cook, Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram. I think we can work that out. Stop it. Oh, oh, sorry, Devontae Parker. Not now. I know you haven't changed. All right, that's all I got. ZT, it was a pleasure. Um, we'll talk soon. See you, dude. Hey, bro.